Hi, I'm recording at night and it feels very weird. I don't know why I chose to do this, y'all. I, here we are. It's a nighttime episode. Yay. And we're talking about fashion. So this is going to be fun. Go ahead and grab something to drink or I don't know. Just get really comfortable because it's going to be a fun experience. My name is Lola Salova, and you are now listening to and watching the Lola Learn podcast, available on all major platforms. Today's episode has been requested. This was not in the lineup at all, whatsoever, but I got so many questions and so many requests that I have decided to make this the premiere episode for this month because y'all were really excited about a post that I made recently on Instagram where I am wearing a certain dress. I'm actually going to show you guys. One, I look very cute. I love to relive these moments. Also, it was just really cool to see how many people were like really into it. I know the ring light is kind of crazy, y'all. Bear with me. That's the dress. And y'all really were like, no, girl, you look really cute. And I was like, ah! And it was just very affirmative because that was me leaning into my seduction feminine archetype. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to be sharing my personal experience dressing in the essence of my archetype and what that's been like for me. And I'll be sharing resources on like how you can figure out what yours is, how I kind of came up with this formula of like how it is that I dress now and just the benefits of it. So it's like a fun, fun, fun episode. I'm not going to be showing any pieces like that. So if you want to just you know, listen to this episode by all means. But if you want to see how cute and adorable I look, I'm dressing in my archetype. But before we get into it, let's talk about what I'm sipping on. It's a full moon in Scorpio and a lunar eclipse on the way as I'm recording this. And I'm a Scorpio stellum. We talked about this. My Scorpio is in my sun, my Mercury, how I communicate, which is makes a lot of sense. Pluto is in Scorpio and then my Venus is in Scorpio. I'm a very passionate person and how I express myself is very dark, moody, mysterious, if you will. Anyway, Scorpio full moon lunar eclipse is happening in a couple of days and I'm feeling everything. I do love Cosmo Chaos because I know it's going to wake shit up and just allow me to really move forward in ways that I may not be able to do on my own. So I really appreciate the dismay, <laughs> but I know a lot of us don't. A lot of us are like, bitch, wrap this shit up. With that being said, I chose to opt out of drinking matcha, which I know, whoa, whoa, whoa. But it's also like, I had matcha earlier. But I chose to go with a classic, my girl Agua Hydration, because during full moons in general, you want to be hydrated, but especially during a lunar eclipse, if you're feeling emotionally distraught or more irritable than usual, or you feel really unclear, like brain fog or unstable emotionally or mentally, I'm going to encourage you to take some time for yourself first and foremost, but also stay hydrated. You're probably not drinking nearly enough water. Okay, let's take a sip together. Yay us, hydration. Woo. I'm gonna talk about how this episode came to be because really wild. So I knew it was Mercury retrograde and every retrograde in general, I try to have a focal point because one, it helps me from like spiraling when shit kind of goes differently and it reminds me that things are going to go differently right so I like to have an intention for retrograde especially ones that I know are going to like deeply affect me a mercury retrograde is going to deeply affect me um one because it kind of affects us deeply as a society but also because mercury it rules my chart I am a Gemini rising but also my mercury is in Scorpio so it's like really intense Plus, it's during eclipse season, and eclipse season is happening on the Taurus and Scorpio axis. So I was like, a bitch needs a focal point if she's going to survive. 
period. So I was thinking like, well, what part of communication do I really want to focus on? Fashion came to mind for me. And I was like, you know, I would actually like to revamp, refresh my closet because I have it in a while and I have a whole beautiful closet of clothing that I just don't wear. I didn't feel comfortable wearing in the city that I live in because the men seem to be very intense and they think like we dress in a certain way, we inviting them to come and speak to you, which blows my mind. And then when they talk to me, they realize how intense I am. They're like, whoa, and it's a very weird ass experience. And I'm gonna share some experiences in here to just give more context. I wasn't dressing to my fullest potential, which as a New York City girly, like New York City people are just naturally fashionable. If you're born and raised in New York City, you're probably really fashionable. Probably wearing things that people would never dare to wear. And I really love that about being from New York City. Like all the girlies that I know, all the people that I know that were born and raised in New York City or have at least 10 plus years on them in New York City, they're fashionable. They just eat every outfit all the time. I said what I said. How y'all feel about it, how y'all feel about it. Me being a born and raised New Yorker, I take a lot of pride in my fashion. I have gone through different cycles of like what looks good on me, what I'm into. You know, I did my grunge era. I did like my my pearls and ponytails. I did my equestrian moment when I was really into Coco Chanel. Tried everything out. Plus also being a model and kind of having this mentality of like being a hanger where designers like essentially put you in their dreams, right? And you become like this living, creative, canvas if you will i've always been down to just be a bit of a shapeshifter in my fashion sense it was nice to kind of come back home to that growing up in fashion as a fashion model interning at different fashion houses all of those things you see so much and as i became older and more aware it was i realized how traumatizing it was for me honestly and i just kind of strayed away from fashion i just wore what felt good to wear and kept it pushing plus i was in a long-term relationship he didn't necessarily care how i look so it was just like you know you you lose yourself but you're wolf single and i was like I really want to look cuter and I feel like I I do need to be looking cuter because what's the point of not looking cute in life like life is like so chaotic at least my outfit looks good at least when I look down at myself my outfit my hair my nails like it feels very superficial for people where they're like oh there's more to life than that and I agree but on days where I'm spiraling it's nice to look in the mirror and be like, bitch, at least your hair is done. Or look at your nails and be like, wow, at least your nails look cute. Or if I'm typing and trying to get something in and just seeing a nice bright color, it's soothing for me. So I feel like I always get like a little annoyed when people try to make beauty seem like this very superficial thing when in fact beauty is what propels the world forward. I prefer you to focus on the perspective that you're taking on it and why you're deciding that it's this very layered surface experience when beauty literally makes every industry go round. Anyway, I digress. That's the beauty practitioner coming out because, you know, I never understand it. I'm just like, wow, you guys really know how to make everything a bummer sometimes. And I decided I was going to audit my closet. I didn't necessarily know how and like what I was going for. You know, spirit works in fun ways. I ended up hopping on TikTok and I found this really dope creator. Her name is Hey Miss Kelsey. I'm going to see if I can find her page for you. There's her page, y'all. Hey Miss Kelsey. I'll have her stuff linked in the show notes as well because I really want you to go and support her. You know, I'm all about supporting black women and black femmes and black bodies in general. And her content is really good. I really enjoyed it and inspired me to do this episode. So please go and show her love. Let her know you heard about her through the episode, I feel like that would be so cool. Like black women connecting is always just a great experience for me. Oh, I had taken this quiz she had been raving about. It was in her bio link. I took the quiz. It's over a hundred questions, y'all. So please, when you do take this quiz, do not contact me on some like, bitch, this is the longest quiz of my life. I did not realize it was over a hundred questions until like several of my close girlfriends took the quiz and they were like, babe, what the fuck? And I'm like, look, just take it so I can get your answers because I am very excited about this. And they did it because they love me, but still. It's a pretty long quiz. You 
know, if you have some downtime, essentially what it does is it tells you what your seduction archetype is. I translated that as like your fashion essence, right? Because if you have an, a seductive presence, and we all do, and there's just different ways to express that. Let me also be clear on that too. When you show up in that energy, it's magnetizing. It's alluring. People want to know more about you and be around you. And I feel like that coincides with fashion because the first thing people see is you physically, right? They're going to see what you put on your face, what you put on your body before they hear how witty you are or how funny you are or realize how knowledgeable you are. That all comes secondary. So those things go hand in hand. Seduction and your physical appearance do go hand in hand. It's not the only thing, but it is a big deal. There are 13 seductive archetypes. I'm going to read through the 13. I'm not going to go into great detail about it. If you want to know more about what each archetype is and what the fashion inspiration is behind all of them, I really encourage you to follow the TikToker I mentioned before because she's doing reels on each combination, which is like kudos to her because it was not going to be me. And I want to make sure that y'all know this episode is not like that. I'm going to be sharing my personal experience and some of the experiences of my close friends who took the experiment with me. The intention of this episode is to just kind of have like, you know, a chit chat, a little like, you know, wolf chat, if you will, but also to inspire you to like revamp the way you express yourself through your fashion. Because one, it's fun. It's just so much fun. Two, the energy that shifts when you dress in your archetype is liberating and three it just kind of gives you a new freshness to life now when i put my clothes on in my wardrobe it's like without a doubt my level of confidence has skyrocketed because i know everything looks good on me and everything exudes the seduction energy i get to just play in that space it's so much fun that's my intention for this episode and then let me also express like i was gonna do this whole like disclaimer that i'm not an expert in this i decided to change my language because i've been studying feminine divinity for over a decade now. I have been in the fashion game since I was like 12. I do have some level of expertise. However, take what resonates and throw the rest away. If you wanna get one thing from here that excites you, take that exciting moment and run with it. Please don't feel like you have to take everything I say to heart and seriously because one, I am human. <laughs> and that's a big weight to put on somebody. And two, that's also limiting your liberation and your freedom. And I would never want you to do that for the sake of a podcast episode. Whatever feels good, keep. Whatever doesn't, let it go. All right, here are the 13 types. We have the siren, the sophisticate, the bohemian, the goddess, the diva, the sensualist, the ingenue, the boss, the coquette, the enigma, the empress, the lady, and the gammon. The way that the quiz does it is like a four Formula. You have a dominant archetype and then you have a secondary archetype. You put those two together and you get your seduction archetype. One plus one equals two. Two is the fashion sense that I'll be talking about, the context. When I took the quiz, my dominant was the lover, which makes sense. And I have a personal theory that all water signs end up being the lover. If you have a water sign in your top three, you're probably going to have a dominant lover. And so far, I've had about 10 or 12 women take this test and all the water signs, their dominant one is lover. And anyone that does not have water water sign dominant in their top three, their lover, their lover is usually secondary. And what it looks and feels like is that lover is either first or second. It doesn't come in any other form. Lover is going to be a part of that initial equation. Website is pretty confusing. So if you are someone I personally know or you reach out to me and you want to kind of get more clarity on it and I have the time and space, I will gladly help you. But essentially your dominant one, the one with the highest percentage is your dominant. The secondary one, the one with the second highest is your secondary. For me, it was the lover that was the dominant. My secondary was the mystery. And when you put that together, you got the goddess. That was my seduction energy. Now I'm going to read you what it says for goddess and who they used as an example of it. 
And if you know me, you know me, okay? And if you don't, you have something new about me. Some of the notes it said is, just as people are drawn to a fire's warmth, admirers find your soulful, sensual presence and grounded energy comforting. Your distance is equally enchanting. You're like a star, sparkling from a light years away. Few can get close enough to see your more human qualities. Very, very true. Also screams in my Scorpio placements. Uh, you appeal to a person's instinct to dream. The combination of warm siren energy and cool mystic energy creates an emotional vacuum that consumes people, making them want more of you. I mean, if you know me, you know that this is accurate. <laughs> uh, and then the style icon that they gave me was Sade, the singer, which I mean, the minute I saw her, I was like, I didn't realize how much of a fashion icon she was in my personal life. I've always loved like Donna Summers, um, Diana Ross, like when in the 70s, like, oh my God, the way they dress. But I didn't realize that Sade was that way for me. And then when I really started to think about any of like the clips I would see of her performing or just her pictures, I was always just like, yes, the, the natural makeup, the simplicity of the hair, the outfits were like always very classic, but they just fit her so well. And she looked so fucking cool. Someone you wanted to talk to, but didn't know how to talk to, but like you just admired because you're like, wow. When I really sat with myself with the information of the goddess, it really felt very true. I do feel like some people might find me a bit intimidating, which I get. <laughs> but like when you actually get to know me, you find that I'm a very quirky, funny, very, very funny. I pride myself on being fucking hilarious, by the way. Very warm-hearted person. But if you do not know me intimately, you just think that like, you know, like she's kind, I think. I feel like that still comes across. I could be wrong, but most people do not come up and talk to me. And I'm also okay with that because I am very fucking intense. And like, if you can't handle the intensity, I think I naturally repel you. There's a lot of layers to that too, but I was about to get into human design right now, but I'm not, I'm not focused. Reading that and thinking of Sade as that main point person, I was like, let me go to my closet and let me see what I can do. I'm going through it and I'm realizing as I'm going through my closet, like, oh, my closet really screams goddess energy, but I don't wear any of these clothes. I don't wear any of these clothes ever. And I had to ask myself like, why don't I wear these clothes? And for me, the initial thought was because where I live, the men are so aggressive where like if you try to kindly turn them down, they are very sensitive beings and it can get really like dangerous. So I'm like, I just don't even want to deal with it. So I just dress how, dress kind of like down, but I still get hit on. So I just, the math wasn't mathing. I thought about these two incidents that happened to me that also sparked me wanting to really look back into like how I was dressing and what energy I was giving off to people because I was very confused at the caliber of men that were coming to talk to me. I was like, what the fuck is going on? What am I giving off? And I do understand that for like certain people, it's more of a numbers game where it's like, I'm just gonna talk to every woman that I see and hopefully one of y'all says yes. And I can understand that. But to a certain extent, the first incident was I had ran out the house, I had a black silk dress on that I always wear all the time, it has like lace up top here, ankles, put on a jean jacket and like my black Crocs with the little giblets. I was running to the beauty supply store. I don't get like two blocks out of my house. I'm on the phone with my sister, Kikin. This man swerves over in a car with his friend the passenger side, hops out, literally puts his phone in front of me. He's like, give me your number. And I'm like, so much is happening in that moment where I'm just kind of like, girl, remember what city you're in? You're not in New York City, babes. I know how to handle New York City nigga, like I do. I actually don't get approached like that in New York City. It's always very much, hey queen, hey goddess, have a good day. And that's what I'm used to. The level of intense that I am, it speaks in my aura where I just feel like men are like, she might be a little fucking crazy. I'm not going to like 
talk crazy to her because she might snap. And honestly, I might have. I genuinely don't know. Young Lotus was really wild. But in this moment, I'm like, all right, bitch, remember where you at? You right near your house. My sister's like, are you good? Do I need to come outside, right? So I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. My instant response was like, are you asking me? Or are you telling me? Because I would hate to think that you think it's okay to just tell me to put my number in your phone. What about me gives off that energy, right? And when I said that, this man literally took a step back. It was like my aura projected his ass back. And he was like, whoa, I was not expecting you to say that. And I was like, I don't know what you were expecting because he was like, my bad, beauty. Can I have your number? I'm like, oh, wow, thank you for asking. That's so considerate of you. And I still gave him my number because, you know, I'm not trying to have a 10 digits. I just, you know, let the ancestors do their work. Don't have this man call me. Ancestors provided, per usual. <laughs> Went in the car with about his business. And I was telling my sister, like, what the fuck? That was crazy. So she was like, girl, what do you have on? I'm like, bitch, I'm just... And he was like, what do you have on? Look at how you're dressing. I'm like, I wear this dress all the time. I'm so confused, right? Second incident. I'm going to the laundromat with my sister. You know, we don't want to be there to begin with, but adulting. So I have on this really simple outfit. It's like a cream crochet top. It kind of looks like a bit of a butterfly in a way. And then like high-waisted wide leg pants that are the same color. And I have on my glitter platform Crocs and my jean jacket again, right? Kind of like, I think my hair was like, I don't know. But it was like really chill. Like I'm just trying to do laundry and, and like get out. This is all I have to wear because everything else is fucking dirty. Another man stops traffic in the parking lot hops out his car and is like i will do your laundry for you and i'm like oh sir that is so kind but i'm okay thank you you know he's like i know you don't want to be here doing your laundry uh, uh, uh. i'm like i don't but i also don't know how i feel about a complete stranger like doing my laundry i don't know you but like thank you for the offer like you know, I'm trying to be like, <laughs> you know, let me go inside, whatever. My sister's doing the same thing. We're like, oh, let's wrap this up. My niece is with me. So now I'm like, oh, God, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> I was just trying to get inside. This man follows me into the laundromat, y'all. Stays there for like 15 minutes. It was weird. Where he was just like, I want to take care of you. I'm like, okay. Like, sir, like, you're... <sighs> First off, you're not my type, right? But I've, of course I didn't say that because again, trying to trying to survive in this city. I'm like, you know, I deeply appreciate that so much. You know, he's like, well, you know, um, are you seeing anybody? I'm like, oh no, you know, I'm heartbroken. He was like, fuck that, you're not heartbroken no more. I'm like, mm, that's not how heartbreak works. Like, you know, I'm just trying to give him everything. Like, you know, I'm heartbroken. I'm just not mentally ready for this. And he was just kind of like, I don't care <laughs> at all because I want to date you, so give me your number and I was like again with the give me your number like are you asking me are you telling me because I really really hope you're asking me he's like of course I'm asking you and he's like I will really just do your laundry right now for you I'm like again now some free game for any of the like men listening to this podcast which is not many but hi welcome I love you had he just paid for my laundry to get done he would have had more of my time instead of like begging me to do my physical laundry it's just like after that, my sister and I were like, what the fuck is going on? Because like the caliber of man is not, it doesn't make any motherfucking sense at all. I'm very confused. That was already like, oh, let me go back to the drawing board. Like what am I wearing that is, or what am I giving off that is giving that energy, right? So those two instances coupled with Mercury Retrograde made me come to this quiz. And I took the quiz, found out I was a goddess. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try it out. I'm gonna dress in like the goddess kind of energy, right? Which is again, the lover, which is very sensual, right? Very form-fitted, darker pieces. And then you have like that mystic side, which is like really cool. It's like cool girl energy. The girl that wears the crystals or like the hoop earrings, like the mystic kind of gives off that vibe. Like I'm gonna blend them together. 
the way that the TikToker expressed it, and that I also agree with, and I've just kind of done, done my own thing now that I've been really into this for a couple of weeks now, is that your dominant archetype would be what you do for like your dress up days. Like when you have to go and speak somewhere, you're going on a date, you would lean into your dominant archetype because that's going to be your most seductive energy. And then on your day to day, you could do your secondary or even your third runner up, which was for me was the sage, which is like the sexy bookworm, if you will. Um, And you can do that. So I was like, oh, I really like that. But I want to blend it together and see what happens happens. The first outfit that I did were these really cute um, high-rise denim jeans that just fit me perfectly. I did a white button up, a really cute lace bra underneath, and I did like my platform white chucks, the classics. And I had um, my LA baseball cap that's like black on black and this really dope ass teal suede trench coat that I got from a thrift store near where I live. Went outside, had a cute like lime green furry bag that my work wife gave me. Everyone was just like, you look so beautiful. Like the energy was back to what I expected. Where it's like, you just praise me and tell me that I look amazing and that I've brightened your day and you do nothing to make me feel fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> and that's what was happening. Everybody's like, oh, you look so great. I love your fashion sense. Like, oh my God, da, 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 da. Women, men, children, which is, again, what I'm used to. This is my actual reality. I'm very much used to getting compliments all the time. Again, lucky girl, beauty magic, it's a thing. Get into it. You know, I go to teach. My kids are like, oh, Miss Lotus, you look so cool. I love your outfit. Praise, praise, praise. And what I noticed too is that the men that are not on my caliber, they admired me from afar, from a safe distance. They never approached me. And I was like, this is what I'm talking about. This is when I made that connection that when you are able to live in your seductive archetype, your fashion sense, right? The dominant plus the secondary. When you're living in that energy, I for me, I realized that it's also very protective because my energy is healthy. My aura is strong because I'm living in my essence. All the fear that I had of like, if I wore this, it's too sexy to wear outside, I'm going to get da 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 I realized how that wasn't the case. In fact, I'm even more safer when I dress in my seductive archetype because my archetype naturally repels people who are not on my level, who cannot adore me. If I have goddess-like energy, you're either going to come with an offering or to worship me, or because not every goddess is for everyone, you're gonna be like, this is not my fucking goddess. I don't wanna deal with this bitch. This is crazy, whatever the case is. This is not of me, however you wanna you know, word it. And when I realized that, my mind was blown. I'm like, oh, I gotta do this again. So I did the next day, I wore a different outfit. It was really, really cute. Everybody, same energy. Men, people of caliber then approach me. Men and women are like, you look beautiful, I'll take you out, things like that. Cool, cool, cool. What I'm into, because I can see that this makes sense. This makes sense. Then on the third, then on the next, the next day, I wore that dress that I put on Instagram. And I see I had a good date, y'all. Like, we'll talk about it in the next episode. Anyway, at first I was like, oh, I was my sister, like, is this a little too sexy for the daytime? She's like, bitch, you're young, wear it, whatever. I put on the dress, I had like these really chunky platform, like thong sandals that I wore, they were all black. And again, same energy. Everybody's like, you look beautiful. Wow, I love your outfit, this dress is amazing. Mind you, the dress is like high splits on the hips, y'all. Like, I was showing skin, okay? And I never felt safer. <laughs> it was wild. And I just kept getting compliments, free things, all these things like that. One of my date had at like a sea, like a sea green motor jacket because it was a little cooler at night. Same energy. It was a hit. I just loved how free I felt. I felt safe first and foremost, but I also felt free. And I was like, wow, I had really been missing out on this liberation in my fashion because I was so, con I was more concerned about my safety of like dressing a certain way and getting the wrong energy. Now let's circle back to the two instances that kind of were like, bitch, what the fuck is going on? So when you get your test, you have like the top two, but then you also have like your lowest one. We have all, we have all 13 archetypes in us. They're there. The energy is there. 
However, what I've come to realize for myself is that my two lowest ones are like my weakest seduction, right? But if I'm dressing in that energy, I'm gonna attract the people who are attracted to that energy, which is not who I am dominantly, which is gonna cause contrast and be very upsetting for both people involved. And it made so much sense because my lowest one is the maiden, which is like more youthful girly energy, which yes, I do have, but it's reserved for like a more intimate relationship. Right? I'm really girly with my girlfriends and like my partner. Other than that, like that's not for you to know about. It's not your business. And like the huntress was the other energy of like that kind of athletic go-getter energy. And like that has died in me a very long time ago. I was very surprised. I don't even had any percentage of that. When I thought about my two outfits that kind of caused all that commotion, unnecessary commotion, unwanted commotion, I realized I was in my maiden energy. And I was also in my huntress energy because I was like, I'm just out to go to the store and get something and come back. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm in my go-getter energy. Same thing with the laundry. I'm just here to do laundry because it's a fucking obligation as an adult. And I'm trying to be back home. Both times I was in my lowest seductive energy and I attracted people who are into that, right? And that's not to look down on mating a huntress energy at all, by the way. It just doesn't work for me because it's not my dominant. You might shine in that shit. So please, like, listen to the context of the story and don't take it personal. When I thought about that and I thought about their response to me, their response was very like how you would kind of talk to a maiden. Like, you know, a maiden has like that young girly energy where it's like, I kind of just give you daddy vibes, right? Like I just kind of tell you what to do and like turns you on. Like, oh, now you tell me to put your number in my phone. Okay, that's cute. That doesn't work on a goddess. Cause it's like, who, what? Did you come with an offering? I'm so confused right now. And when we had those exchanges with the two men, they both took a step back from me. I'm like, whoa, I was not expecting you to be this intense because maidens are not intense. They're very lighthearted and free and flowing and like, you know, just a vibe in that way. I'm not like that <laughs> at all. I mean, extremely like solidified and intense. In hindsight, looking back at the experiences and realizing like, oh, I was in my maiden and my huntress energy instead of my lover and mystic energy. And I created contrast for myself. So now when I'm looking at my closet, when I'm getting dressed, I ask myself, like, what energy am I giving off? And I like to stay in my top three. I don't really venture out to everything else because, again, I feel like, personally, for me, the lower that the percentage gets, the more that you need to know me as a person for you to see those sides of me. But to, like, present myself to the world, the top three is fine. I've been living in that and I have been thriving in it. I've been having so much fun. You'll see it, too, like, on my social media, how, like, my outfits have kind of shifted and, like, the silhouettes and the color schemes. And I like to really lean into the lover energy the most because it just feels more familiar but then I add that mystic element with maybe like really fun earrings or accessories or like a fun pop of color on my nails that I wouldn't normally do like a, a cute fun hairstyle I accessorize with my secondary and then I really set my core energy in my dominant one again I encourage you to experiment and try it out in any in different ways right so one of my girlfriends when she did her quiz she was the queen first and then the lover so you put that together she was the empress and when we looked at her, what she likes in her fashion, I was like, this screams maiden energy. Let's see where the maiden is on your chart. It was also one of the lowest ones for her too. And I was like, this might explain why you're attracting the caliber of people that you like, where she kept kind of like attracting people that like made sense at first, but then after a while it was kind of off. And I'm like, you're giving off maiden energy and you're not a maiden by far. Like if you know this girl, she is not a maiden <laughs> like at all. And what we've come to realize in talking about it more and having just conver deep conversations about fashion, by the way, which has been really uh, refreshing for me, is that she associated maiden energy with that stereotypical, like, feminine, divine look, 
right? Very flowy dresses, flowers everywhere, all those things. And I'm like, there are so many expressions of feminine divinity. That's not the only one. And it makes sense that you keep attracting people who don't blend with you because they're not getting your full seductive energy. They're getting like literally your weakest version of seduction. Like that maiden energy might be something you want to give to like, you know, your partner when you guys have put in some time and now you can show off that kind of like inner child, girly, girly energy because he's going to be able to provide a container that feels good for that, right? And when we were talking about it, she's like, this makes so much sense. So we've been vamping her style. And when I've been showing her things like the Empress energy, she's just like, bitch, this is how I want it. This is how I always thought about it. And what I've come to realize too with the other women that have been in this experiment with me is that when we start to show them what it looks like, they're like, I've always wanted this. And it's so interesting how we instinctively intuitively know how we want to express ourselves but for whatever reason we don't do it including myself I had a my entire closet is a goddess closet through and through and I just never put on the outfits it's been sitting there looking me in the face and I'm just like wow I'm thinking about all of the amazing experiences that I'm going to have I don't have to think about what I've missed out on because it is what it is but like moving forward when I'm dressing in my seductive archetype this is going to be so exciting because I'm going to be alluring to the things that are of me, that are on my caliber, that are in my vibration. I'm not going to be attracting people, places, things, opportunities, experiences that do not align with me. I mean, I cannot express to you the level of safety that I feel just in understanding that and how, how free I feel in knowing that, right? I don't have to have the same hypervigilancy that I had before. And again, this is my personal experience, but I've been outside in outfits that I would consider super fucking sexy. And people have just, you know that you're not for me. You know that you would not be able to handle me. The intensity rings off. It vibrates off me and it's like, oh, she's beautiful, but like, I could not handle that girl. I'm just gonna leave her alone. I'm just gonna take it in and keep it fucking moving. And I really appreciate the fact that my energy is that strong and that aligned to give off that energy and protect me because that's what our energy is supposed to do, right? Now I'm kind of getting into that more of the metaphysical aspect of the work that I do, the energy work. But our energy, our aura protrudes six feet out in front of us and back of us on the sides, above and below. It is meant to be this protective bubble for the physical body because it is not that we are a spirit within a body, but we are a body within a spirit. And your aura is also a part of that spirit. When I first learned about that, I would, you know, you play, you experiment. So I would notice that like before I would get somewhere, I would either feel like, oh, I don't want to go in there or I'm excited to get in there. And it's really because my aura did the job of going in first and being like, oh, this is cute for her. Let's, let's go here. Or I get this instinct of like, oh, I'm not going to go down the street. Why? Because my aura checked in and was like, oh, no, nah, sweetie, we're not doing that. But if you're not tapped and tuned in, you might still go down that street and have a horrible experience. And it's not because you were in the wrong place at the wrong time, but most likely you weren't tapped into who you are and your energy and you weren't listening to your instinct, those nudges that say we shouldn't go down here. We don't want to do this, right? We let the people pleasing come into play. What will they think come into play? And we put ourselves in situations and experiences that end up harming or traumatizing us. Again, I know it's like a lighthearted conversation about fashion and a really fun quiz, but when you really start to peel back at it, there's so much there when you are talking about beauty in itself and fashion and beauty go hand in hand and not in the societal ways that we know, but in the sense of beauty being the expression of God's love, source's love. 
universe's love, Allah's love, how, whoever it is you call on to in your time of need. It is expression of their love. That is beauty. That is why when you slow down a bit or you go into nature, right, you might notice like how beautiful a leaf looks or like the, the texture or the aroma of a certain flower. That is beauty. It slows you down. It puts you in a space of awe and wonder and it reminds you how incredible this earth really is. Outside of the fucked up shit that we do as humans, life is actually really, really, really beautiful. And if you can set the intention every day to focus in on beauty, you'll see more of that. What better way to strengthen that practice than to do it with your clothing? Every time I put on my clothing, I feel beautiful. I feel really, really good. I love this dress. It's very form-fitting. I love the one shoulder. I love how the skin is just skinning. You know what I'm saying? I feel really beautiful talking to you. It also levels up my confidence like crazy. I am able to speak what's on my heart, speak what's on my mind, and not really give a fuck if you guys like it or not because I like it. I love it. This is exciting for me. That is what fashion can do for you. When it's done in a, an intentional, a mindful way it can open up more beauty in your life so please if you get anything else from this episode outside of like taking the quiz I want you to look in and see how you can let fashion bring more beauty into your life because not only is it doing it from the silhouettes and the textures and the colors and just the imagination of a designer what they put together for you to wear it's also in people taking how you look and again it's not a for, it's not for external validation this is not what I'm talking about at all when I'm going outside and like a little girl comes up to me and she's just like you're really pretty if I'm not already in tears I my heart is like like cracked open and I immediately get to eye level and I'm like guess what you are so beautiful thank you so much for that compliment and now her light is like booming and she's excited she's like oh my god wow this is so crazy or when I see like the teenage girls when I'm on the train they're like oh miss you look mad cute I'm like y'all look mad cute and they're like ah! it sends good vibrations it makes the world a more beautiful place I love that when I'm expressing myself through my fashion when I'm living in my seductive archetype as the goddess it blesses other people too and in turn them being blessed by my energy continues to bless me and that just sends off this positive cycle into the world it's a vibe I really love it and it's been so exciting to, to experiment with and I really 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 hope that y'all lean into this take the quiz, ask questions. Depending on how this episode does, if it does the numbers that I'm thinking about, maybe we'll hop on live. I'll answer questions to the best of my ability. But again, please check out the TikToker because she has been putting up the videos consistently and they're very informative and they're very easy to like navigate and break down because the website is a little chaotic. I feel like I kind of covered everything that I wanted to say to you about this and I kind of went on a bit of a tangent. <laughs> but a good one, a one that's necessary because I'm so tired of this ugly narrative about beauty being superficial and not important in life and I'm just kind of like beautiful things are important in life I don't understand that concept would you just prefer everything to be ugly like I'm so I don't understand what that means I like to be around beautiful people in beautiful spaces and beautiful things how I define beauty may not be how you define beauty or how society defines beauty because to me someone who's living in their light in their alignment who feels really comfortable expressing their purpose and their passion to the world is absolutely stunning to me breathtaking if you will when I'm around my girlfriends I'm constantly in awe of how beautiful they are not just physically I mean again I'm really blessed with some beautiful ass women in my life just how they exude their energy how they show up in the world how loving and kind and how vulnerable and resilient they are and that to me is really beautiful and I love that their fashion sense also exudes that because it inspires me. If I'm going to hang out with Petra, I know I gotta come with the fit because my good sis is always dressed to impress and it's just her day to day. 
she can't help it. New York City girl, like that's just what it is. I like that. It reminds me, like, you know, girl, like put some effort into your look. Like you're cute. Get out there, you know? And I hope that this episode does that for you too. Hope it inspires you to have a broader perspective when we talk about beauty and fashion. Have more fun. Learn how to feel safe in your body by wearing clothing that feels really good to you that I don't know maybe it feels like an armor for you in a way my and my what I wear is a bit of an armor for me it, it keeps the unwanted energy out but keeps what I want close to me I don't know how you're going to interpret it but I hope that it feels good to you I hope you had fun listening to me talk about my outfits and I hope you start to enjoy like the fashion show that is going to be on my social media and in this podcast I've been dressing in my goddess energy for the past couple of episodes even with my my little cute like gray sweatsuit in the tattoo episode like it still gave very much like sensual i had so much fun doing this with you i'm dropping a few more episodes uh in real time this month but before we go it's mental health awareness month this is a very near and dear month to me if you want to learn more about my own personal mental health journey i will have a playlist in the show notes i literally put a playlist together of mental health awareness episodes that i've created that talk about my own personal journey resources that you can tap into and other experts as they speak about their mental health journey through motherhood and entrepreneurship and all other ways. You can check out that playlist and get inspiration or just feel community. I'll also have my guided meditations playlist happening and I'll be adding to that weekly because I'm going live on Instagram every Monday to do live guided meditations to start your week off right, to help you really tune back in to centering your mental well-being if you have it. We're almost midway into the year. We can kind of get lost in our attention, so I feel like it's a great time to kind of start every week off centering around your mental health and prioritizing it. So that's happening every Monday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for the month of May in real time. You're watching this after May. The meditations will be on the playlist um, in the show notes, so... You'll be fine either way. And um, every Thursday, I'll be going live for EFT sessions because y'all have asked for it. I took your insights in. The topics are topics that you collectively ask for. So we'll be tapping every Thursday. So you're going to get a lot more resources from me on top of three new episodes for the month of May. My goal is to just give you enough resources for you to feel supported and inspired to really take care of yourself the way that you deserve and the way that your community deserves you to take care of yourself. I love you so much. Thank you for supporting. Please share this episode. DM me let me know how it felt for you leave a rating for the episode continue to invite more wolves home to loba land and have a good time love you